Hello, it's only me. I just wanted to let you know that in this episode there are potentially some mentions of me having a Patreon page where you can find all sorts of extended and bonus content by subscribing to my Patreon. Those comments now no longer apply because I have deactivated and deleted the Patreon page. It's a long story, but I do fully explain it in episode 8, so I'm not going to go into depth here. However, I will say that you can now get two episodes a week, one on a Monday, one on a Friday, instead of having to wait an entire week for a brand new episode. That being said, I hope you enjoy the episode that you're about to listen to. Bye. Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. This is episode one of We Don't Know What We're Talking About because it's my first episode with a guest and the guest is Benjamin Stubbs, one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. Ben, how are you? One of your best men, just to... One of, your, one of my best men, yeah. yeah. That's how important I am to you. She's really important. And you are to me. Yeah. Hello, mate. Good to see you. And you. And speak with you. I know. It's been, we don't, don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking about. That's literally just now popped into my head. Um, they're the, the collective. This is the yeah. This uh, is the podcast. <laughs> this is the once a month version of my podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's where I have a guest on the show. It's hopefully going to be a little bit easier to talk through things when the topics come up because we'll have someone to bounce off. It's 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 quite. We were just talking about this. It's quite difficult when I have to record on my own, which is basically every week. Because I don't have anyone to bounce off. There's no banter. It's just, hi, Sean, talk to yourself about something you don't know about. But if you think about it, though, weirdly, we do talk to ourselves all day, every day. When, you, when you're around the house, if you think about it, when you're doing something, oh, I'll just pop here. And I need to go in. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We do, don't we? Yeah, but we now... Talk... <laughs> it's now, talk... <laughs> thoughts. now do that, but say, okay, talk to yourself, about... but about slugs. I know. <laughs> What I'm saying though is it isn't as bad as we make it sound when you're saying when you're talking to yourself because a lot of times we do. You're right. I'm not going to sit here and talk about slugs or trigonometry by myself. But in a weird way, we kind of do. Do you know what I mean? And if you think about it, yeah. when we look at people and they talk to themselves in the street and we think, oh, like, yeah, people probably wrongly say there's something wrong with them. But actually, they're probably just verbalizing what's in their head, which is what we do. Yeah, that's true. And so I suppose I just, there, are, there are times when I will talk to myself um, if I'm watching something on TV. And if there's something I don't understand, I'd be like, I don't understand this. And, it, it, you know, you are talk- I'm talking to myself about <laughs> not understanding what is being told to me. See, yeah. I do it when I'm shopping. I'm like, if I know I'm going it right, I need to get, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget batteries, don't forget toilet roll. Don't, you know, I, I say it out loud. Or I'm like, yeah. what did I come down here for? What did I come down here for? Because I knew I'd gone down an aisle for something. Our earbuds. Yeah. You do that thing where you go into a shop and then you walk out of a shop forgetting the thing that you actually went in there for and then but because you don't want to look crazy in just like walking out the shop and then immediately walking back in again you do that whole oh yeah, man i why forgot did, something why do you feel guilty i did the other day i was looking for something and i was like oh this shop doesn't have it and i thought i had to walk out but i felt this really weird guilt they're gonna think i'm stealing and i was like oh i hate that i Aldi, hate i'd gone aldi looking for paintbrushes because aldi have their middle aisles you know when you come out with like a, a scuba set you know, <laughs> <laughs> do you mean, an air, oh, i got an some i got some flippers and an air fryer <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's everything. And like, I, I went then, I, and you had a paint, like a DIY little mini bit of the middle aisles. And I thought, because it's right near my house, Aldi. I thought, I just need some paintbrushes. Sadly, didn't have it. But I thought, I don't want anything else. I've already got stuff. So I just walked out, but I thought, well, I can rob in. But I wasn't robbing. No, I, just I, yeah, I hate that when you go into a shop and then you walk out. Sometimes I do just, sometimes I just, I do just go in and my aim is to browse. I'm just going to browse. I might yeah, not like get anything. PC World and stuff and Courage, you can browse. That's a browsy shop. But Aldi, you wouldn't browse. I mean, that's why I thought about buying, do I buy a pack of chewing gum to make me feel less gilly? But I think it looks more gilly than buying a pack of chewing gum. The chewing gum is right in Aldi, right by the checkout. So it looks, why would you have walked into Aldi to buy chewing gum? To just go to the checkout and get chewing gum. Just that, thank you very yeah, exactly. much. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just that. I just had to kind of power through. I'm like, Ben, I haven't stole anything to so get over it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, have you? But how have you been today? I like what because what, uh, what? Right, I haven't seen you in a while properly. Yeah, I saw you on Saturday. Been on your holidays. Been on my holidays. I went to Disney World. The, uh, people on people on the podcast are going to be sick of hearing about Disney World because I've talked about it a lot. I talked about it before I went, and I've talked about it a lot since. But I got in our back. circle of friends, we know that we we just know. A bit like people get excited about Christmas, we just know because some of us don't go Florida, some of us do. But in one circle of friends. But we just know they, they, that Florida's going to come up. And we love it because we love how excited you get. I'd be the same. I'm getting excited about when I go to Ibiza. Or, so it's really cute. So you kind of Florida builds up and then Florida fades out afterwards. So you can talk about as much as you want, Shawnee. That's what friends are here for. Thank you very much. What I might do is I might leave it off the podcast just because people might not. People are going to be telling me, this is turning into a Disney podcast. But I think it just shows flow. Ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Yeah. Right, we've got to spin this wheel, haven't we? Yeah, so... So we're doing four spins. Four spins. Four spins. And uh, we'll see how many of them make it into the final episode. So here we go. I'm going to spin the wheel now. Um, It's crafts. Right, okay. (laughs) I think after when we did our last, we had some really hard topics. So I think this is quite nice. Um, Crafts. Now this way we could we could go we could go down arts and crafts. Or we could go down aircrafts. Oh, I thought crafts was in like when you do art. We could go we could go whichever way you wanted. I I'm not really an arts and crafter. Arts I used to be. We used to have a thing at my grandma's house called the bits bag. Oh, that's so cute. Um, and it, it was just a bag full of ribbons and card and glitter. And then and glue and It would just like make things. We'd go around my grandma's house and it had like glue, scissors, obviously like, you know, do you remember the, do you remember the, the little scissors that you used to have in primary oh, school? Oh, the pipe was, paper, the ones that were, are plastic. Yeah. So you couldn't cut yourself, but you can cut paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and we used to have that. So we used to do arts and crafts. Basically, if we went to my grandma's, we we would either do arts and crafts or we'd play bowls um, because she had a little bowl set. <laughs> you roll the little white ball out and then oh, the it. little white yeah, them bowls yeah, the yeah. stuff on the beach, the like little pa- that little plastic pack that, op- that pops open. Is it that one? No, no, no. You're thinking of bowling. No, no bowls. Yeah, with a little white one that you roll towards. Yeah, yeah. Well, we I remember they used to, be, they used to sell them like on the beach. They used to be like a six ball, two colours of each. Is them ah. ones? See, my grandma and granddad, I think they were they were like a proper set because they they came in like a wooden box. They had proper balls. Oh yeah, yeah. proper. Yeah. We had the pleaty plastic it. ones that you go you buy like Blackpool Beach, and they have like two red, two blue, two greens, and then a little white ball that then you have to yeah. rub it near. That's what I I thought. 
Isn't it funny like our nan and granddads used to have, we have these routines at home that for us just seem so normal because yeah. that's what we did. You assume everyone had a bits bag. Like recently, my nan and granddad used to have like a VHS of all cartoons. So every time a cartoon would come on, they would record it. And like she'd go, so like she'd have like go and there'd be like a cartoon video, like just. God, like... You see, can you imagine how far we've come now? Like, like you say, you used to. I used to have at my nin's house, um, Paddington Bear, on VHS, which was recorded from the TV. And now nowadays, it's like kids can just get Bluey on, on Disney Plus. And yet, you know, Fireman Sam on Netflix and stuff. And it's ridiculous. No, it is. We used to have, yeah. But yeah, and there's swings and roundabouts with it. That's I mean, we've got the t- technology now. We've got so much stuff and it is mind-blowing, like we said at the beginning of the podcast. And like, but we've got so much choice. But the, yeah. but the things with choice, it gives us anxiety, which is another study that's done. That if you have too much choice, we don't like it. You know, that's why there's um, an experiment done with Asda or Aldi. It was, it was one of them, definitely one of them. It began with A. And they changed from ice cream. They, they tried like doing 12 flavors of ice cream and they sold less than when they had vanilla, chocolate and strawberry. Because mm, what people they did don't is, like choice. Well, you're like, oh, I don't know one. But if they say, oh, I like chocolate, I'll get chocolate, yeah, chocolate ice cream. <clears throat> they will. will. And part, excuse me, part of my, um, and again, me and you've discussed this privately, but like characteristics of possible ADHD in the sense of, we don't like saying we've got it because we haven't, but like legally, uh, officially, but the characteristics we've got. Yeah. When I looked at the characteristics, one of them is I don't like choice and it's exactly like me. Like I I get anxious if I have to choose. So what I've worked towards that now. So like where I spotted it, I think I might have said your story when I went to, I was working away in Sheffield and I went to a, I got, food was free, I could claim it back. So I went to the, the food hall at this like shopping center and I walked around it three times. It was just too much. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to eat. I was like, I don't know where to eat. Like literally, I didn't have a panic attack, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And eventually I just went back to like a little ca- cafe and had like a baguette. Because I just, there was too much choice. It was like KFC type place. There was a burger place. There was a Thai place. There was a pizza place. And I went, oh, I should go there. Oh, I should go there. Oh. And, and it's funny, isn't it? Our choice, it kind of, you know, it creates that yeah. weird anxiety. It was like Heather was saying to me the other day, uh, we want to decorate a few a few rooms in the house. And she she turns to me, we were lying in bed the other day and she was like, so what, what color should we paint this room? And then in my head, I was like, straight away, I was like, well, if I say blue, what shade blue? Is it aqua? Is it turquoise? Is it baby blue? Is it navy blue? Is it this? Is it that? Oh, if I, if I say red, are we going scarlet? Are we going rouge? Are we going burgundy? Are we going this? Are we going that? If it's yellow, are we going Monaco yellow? Are we going like daisy yellow? Are we going this or that? And then, so I was like, my, so I, 90% of the time, if Heather asks me to make a choice, it, it's just I just say like whatever you want, and if I if I don't like it, if I don't like what she says, I will I will say oh it's not really my thing, and then we will settle on something. But I always let her go like ahead. Like if we're having food, I'm like, you choose. I will, and then I will just pick off that menu. What what I what what's I interesting is I've spotted the ways because remember when I'm reading this article about it, and it said like how you you find ways of masking it, and I mask it by just going for the same thing. So if mm. we're all poor, but I have fish and chips, but I love fish and chips, but I think well, why have anything else? I, I, if someone if you said to me we went out on a bro date, and you're like, oh Ben, there's really nice like pie, have it, have it, or we went to a pie place, I'd have a pie and love it, mm. but I wouldn't order ever pie from a pub menu because I'd probably have fish and chips mm. and so what I found with it is I now plan that so basically in my head I will like take so when I'm like working away I will take my outfits ready so I'm not have to panic about what I'm wearing 
that's Monday, that's Tuesday, that's Wednesday, that's Thursday, that's done. So then there's less choice anxiety. So I yeah. found that I, um, and this, and they've, they've said the same with Netflix. In this day of, you know, of Disney Plus, Netflix, people have anxiety about what to watch. And it was a, it was a bit of a mixtape of saying, like, sometimes you scroll for 10 minutes about what to watch. And then, you, then you're like, oh, we still watch that, oh, we still watch that, we still watch that, so try that new one, we still watch that. And, and they found that they just said, just make a list and just say to yourself, whatever's next on the list, we'll watch. Because you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, and I thought there's just certain things that I've learned to do to, to, to kind of deal with the mass choice. In the day, what are we doing it for? To enjoy ourselves. Well, if I enjoy fish and chips, well, what's the point of me worrying up? But then if you said, right, um, bro date, we're going to go to a Thai curry place, then I'd have Thai curry and love it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, until you tell me to go, I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Uh, it just makes me a bit nervous. It's so weird to say out loud, but that's what I've noticed of choice. And I think... Um, that's why I have to. That's why what I'll do is I'll purposely like plan my teas. A bit different because you've got Heather, but obviously being single, I'll plan my teas a few days in advance. Like my, our beautiful friend Matt, we were going to meet the other day a couple weeks ago, and then he wasn't sure. And I was like, "Can you let me know? Because I need to take some out of the freezer. If not, because I, I don't yeah. know what else. To, <laughs> do you know what I mean, I need to know so I can take out the freezer to defrost my uh, chili. But um, yeah, so it's really fascinating with that, like with uh, choice, choice anxiety, because we've got so much choice now. Well, we just had. You had uh, Paddington Bear, that was it. And you yeah. loved it. I had a Paddington Bear. If it went in, my nin's house, it was either Paddington Bear or Snow White. We had Yogi Bear, and it was Yogi Bear. <laughs> it was Yogi Bear's first Christmas, I think it was. I need to find it was on YouTube. I've watched it hundreds of times. Mm. Like, um, and it was one tape was cartoons, one tape was Yogi Bear's first Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm going to Google that. it in a bit after after this podcast. I'm sure it was Yogi Bear's first Christmas. Yeah. Um, just to try and drag this back to crafts, I have actually got, I mean, it's not really a story. It's just more a little bit about my youth um, that links both arts and crafts and aircrafts. Is... You get bonus points for that. Oh, are we getting points? There's a point system now on the well, podcast. No, I'd say that if you're linking the two crafts. Well, there we go. Um, I used to build and display in my bedroom via fishing wire from the ceiling um, airfix models of World War II planes. Oh, that's well cute. And I, it was like a hobby that me and my dad had when I was like in my early teens before I got really stroppy and hormonal. Um, I can't imagine I, you stroppy and hormonal. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I was that when I was a teen. Oh, you did um, emo music as well, weren't you? Oh, I was, an e- oh, I was major emo when I was a teen. Um, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, uh, Bullet for My Valentine, My Chemical Romance were my favourite band. Um, my sister took me to see them for my 14th birthday. Um, but yeah, I was I was proper emo. But prior to that, me and dad used to spend the weekends. We'd go to Hobbycraft, get an airfix of like a, a Spitfire or a Hurricane or a Mosquito, um, and then and then I'd I'd build it. It was only only very small. We didn't we didn't have like the massive ones, just the small ones. And then I would put them together, paint them, and then once. Uh, once they were they've sort of dried and stuff, I'd hang them in my bedroom, make put them as if they were doing like a dog fight. Oh, it's, it's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's a, two crafts. That's Bravo! How, that's how oh, sad I, I can't go. Yeah, that's that is arts and crafts and aircrafts covered in crafts, where we spoke mostly about having anxiety, anxiety about from choice. too much choice. <laughs> but I um so again going back to crafts, I wasn't an arts and crafter. I was more music. Um, so I would think about music all the time I love being to music making music whatever um, but I was never an artsy person never good at it never got I wouldn't go like right I'll get joy from drawing or painting so 
arts and crafts was something I never really did. Obviously, we got when I was younger, I probably did. Mum's probably, well, I've got stuff I've, I've seen, what I've made when I was younger, but it never was something that I I would go, Ooh. like, it wouldn't be an interest to me. If you if we were playing when we were younger and you got arts and crafts out, I'd play, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose to do it. Yeah. Sense. Um, <clears throat> and the other crafts, not been on a helicopter. I've never been on a helicopter. I've been on an airplane. I've I've been on many airplanes. I we went on um, when we went to the Maldives. We went on a seaplane. I went on a um, it wasn't a seaplane, was it? I but it's funny when you go on the because you have your flights. Obviously, you're a, I, don't, I think we call domestic flights where you fly from like Manchester to um, Menorca. But I was flying back from repping when I was a holiday rep, and all they do is guarantee your flight home. That is it. So that 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 loosely means we can fly wherever the can we swear on this or not? No, yeah, but where the f- we want, we'll just fly it as long as it's cheaper for them. They don't care as long as they get you back to Manchester. So I was in Fertventura. Rather than fly me from Fertventura, they flew me. So basically, my nickname from repping was Ben Apple. There's a reason for this, um, and I won't go into that story. But you know, my music is stuff Ben Apple. It, it's just stuck with me since I was twenty. So I've just kept it. So a lot of people know me as Apple or call me Ben Apple. But all the reps knew me as Ben Apple. And this flight was meant to be, I nearly didn't get on it because they put me down as Ben Apple on the on the flight. And luckily, someone at the airport changed the name last minute. His name's not Ben Apple. That's not his real name. Anyways, they flew someone me. I thought your name was really Ben Apple. Yeah, the managers of all the island thought my name was Ben D- Apple. Did they not think to check? With the, no, with because the document, everyone called me Ben Apple. With the document so important as a, a, as a plane ticket. When was this? What year? 20, 2005. So post 9-11 as well. Yeah, Ben Apple. <laughs> and it was like, it was when I got to the airport, and look, it was the airport controller who I knew well. I was like, do you know what? They, they put your name down as Ben Apple. And I was like, what? So basically, they, rather than fly me from Fort Ventura to Manchester, they flew me from Fort Ventura to, to Gran Canaria, which is like the inter, internal flight. Then I had to get a taxi from North Gran Canaria to South Gran Canaria. And then then fly from South Grand Canary to home. What they didn't realise is how the rubbish their business astuteness was. That I had to then pay excess baggage because obviously I had thirty kilograms, kind of reps amount of baggage. So I had to pay like three hundred pounds in excess baggage, which is I could claim back. If they would just flown me from Ventura, I wouldn't have had to pay it. The reason why I'm saying that is going back to crafts. The little internal flight, like, was hilarious. So I flew from like a twenty minute, twenty five minute flight from. For, oh, sorry, for Ventura, I can't say it correctly. To Grand Canary, 20-minute flight, right? Got on there, it was like a bus. Like a, like a rough-ass bus, bit in the air. No one give a shit. Like, people, the, 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 the air stewards, stewardess, were like half-hour speaking. No one was listening. People were walking up and down the aisles. We were taking off. There was animals on there. It was hilarious. It was so... I was like, there's me like a good like boy, like sat there pretending to listen. And then people chatting. Yeah, no shit's given. It was, it was like a rough-ass bus, bit in the air. I, that really surprises me in like 2005 because that's 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 like four years after 9/11 because and and that was when <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you know they've the the security's much more slack now but at the time it was but it was like an internal tiny flight it wasn't an air, was, it wasn't in like a a, a sea flight a flight at the end I know, of the yeah. day it, it was I just remember going like like this it, I was laughing to myself like this is not even if you're flying from Manchester made to Ryanair Heathrow. look like British Airways do you know what yeah. I mean yeah wowzers yeah so that's me the craft story well, on that note let's move on to the next topic <laughs> uh, 
Um, sorry, I, so you don't see his, I had to see his face before he announces it. Uh, I, I can't remember who put this. I remember someone writing this. It's not a mucky one, is it? It's a mucky one, yeah. Um, well, we've got to talk about mucky things. Uh, yep, yeah, we have to talk about whatever's put in front of us. Jeez, is this Chris? Is... I don't think it is Chris. I think it's another one. Of I don't our... even know what it is. It's another. It's another one. Sean has gone slightly red, so I'm dreading what it is. Go on. I don't know how we're going to talk about this. But we're going to have to. Okay. Let me know. Um, it's pegging. <laughs> See, okay, all right. <laughs> I do know what pegging is, and actually, in a weird way. Yeah, you being a heterosexual, this affects you more than it does affect me. It absolutely does not affect me. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I meant is... This has never affected no, me. No, what I mean is pegging, if people don't know, is like, who's put this topic? I think... I will have to go back and check, but I think... Matt. No, I think it was... Right. I, I might. I, I can go back and check now. Actually, right. So, just if you don't know what pegging is, pegging is when explain what pegging is while I look I see who wrote it. it. Yeah, pegging. But the thing is about talking about things we shouldn't talk about. Sex isn't what we all do, you know, when we can. Uh, but and we 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 shy away from certain things, don't we? So, pegging is when the it's normally heterosexuals. Uh, what would be, wouldn't it? Because yeah. So basically, heterosexual relationships where the man likes to be. Penetrated from behind. Yeah, obviously so basically the woman it, hasn't got a penis to do that. It so was, then she would wear a she would, she would wear, wear a strap, strap on. on, and then the boy would get. Hey, they would bummed, but anally simulated. What? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the 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 correct term. I think is anally stimulated. <laughs> I love who he said the correct term is bummed. Uh, anally stimulated. So yeah, who have you found out who's? I'm I'm still looking. Why are you still looking? Yeah, so it's where and do you know what's funny? I remember. A spate of like, remember like when like I found it. Who was it? Todd. Todd. Okay, well, bravo, Todd. Um, Todd Bennett. I'm gonna full name you. Well, no, but isn't this? But in but what? Going back to the premise of this podcast, this is a subject where normally in a pub, this is where people would shy away because they're embarrassed to talk about it. And now we've this got is the kind of topic that would come up. If we were out with Matt, and, and you Sam. probably wouldn't. Of all people, not in a rude way, you'd probably probably not recoil but you I just think because I'm I think the, the reason I'm so embarrassed now is because I know this is going to go public well I'm going to have I'm going to have to put a, an apology at the start of this aren't I and be like this episode is not for people under the age of 18 yeah but what but the whole premise of this podcast and it's a perfect one for this one really is it's an awkward thing we've got to discuss and break down um but in this funny, but, the, but the, why should it in imba- in a weird way? It's just like to look from a bigger point of view. Why should this topic embarrass us? What the what pegging is basically is is a male enjoying anal simulation. If we just put it down as a one sentence, and what is wrong with that? If God or whoever it is up top, if there is someone there, has put a pleasure point in a male's ass. See, that's the thing as well, isn't it? Is that is where the male G spot is? It's a male G spot. That's what that's what I've heard. You can technically orgasm from that. That's why people like uh, you can orgasm without any touch of the front, just from that. Mm, and that's why, that. yeah. That's so with pegging. I remember there's a lot of. I remember a footballer got not done for it. I remember f- there was something in the papers, and like it, got, it was like it became public. But in the days before Twitter, like what I don't want to go into, like the Philip Schofield and stuff and the Hugh Edwards stuff, but all the stuff that kind of like eventually crept out on Twitter. It was before the days of that could happen. 
an event, but it did come out eventually that a fo- famous footballer was was blackmailed because his girlfriend or he'd got some woman sex worker possibly I don't know to do it to him and then obviously she took pictures and then blackmailed him wow so it's that's inter- the kind of thing though you, it, I don't know what, I don't know why I'd be embarrassed to talk about it I think it's because I wouldn't be embarrassed to talk about it to you like if we weren't being recorded now I'd talk to you about it. I think it's it's all to do with like the public thing like when we go out you and our friend Matt like to do dares where you'll dare don't each other with you, to though. do things we um, read the out room. and about, but I get really um, anxious if 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 there's if there's a chance of being embarrassed in public. So like I I I don't like it if you guys are doing dares when I'm there, and I obviously won't partake in them. And if we are having a sexually explicit conversation in public, I'm worried that someone might overhear. That can be anything sexual, you know, whether it's pegging or just talking about blowjobs or whatever i i in my head they are just private conversations to have in private the issue i'm having now is that this is very public because i'm going to post it and it's going to go online but that's what I, yeah and, and but again this is for your first duo one thanks todd it couldn't be a more awkwardly one however i i appreciate i much more appreciate it being a duologue than a monologue <laughs> Can you imagine if I'd like, okay, and today's, and this solo topic is pegging. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? I, like, yeah, I'm, you I know, would, I'm I would, not, have, I'm I would not, have, yeah. have completely switched it up and gone, okay, yeah, I pegging up the quite watches. often peg the clothes out on the line. But, like, the thing is, so let's look at the context of it. So, the, what's interesting about it from a bigger point is that obviously a male has a, a pleasure point up there. And interesting that kind of more men, I think that more men talk about that aspect that they they're more open to explore that aspect heterosexual males um than they probably were 10 20 years ago Mm. more people talk about it now i'm not saying everyone wants to be pegged and obviously it's no personal preference but i think the weird thing is like for me i always want to try stuff like i when i was younger i always wanted to try stuff like i'd be intrigued if i was just a a normal quote. When you say try stuff, do you mean as a broad spectrum or yeah, you like, mean it's in the t- bedroom? No, no. Try stuff is in like try, oh, well, anything really. It's in like mm. try like new foods. I know I said about the anxiety picking, but like if you said to me, oh, there's a new restaurant and it just does sushi. If I've never had sushi, I'd go. Mm. But what I mean, if I went to a pub and I wasn't sure what to have, I'd have fish and chips. But if you said, let's go <laughs> to a sushi restaurant, oh, yes, try that. Oh, let's try going here. I'll do that. But as long, because there's no choice there. You're telling me to go to a sushi restaurant. I'm going. I want to go. I'll enjoy it. But I know if I was probably a heterosexual male, I'd be like, hmm. So I, what's so it like? Is it? So I probably would. I'm not saying I'd want to be pegged. What I mean is, I'd probably be intrigued at the least yeah. of what it would feel like. Because I joke with my friend that means my friend Charlotte. Don't mind me saying this. Not we pegged together, but like um, me and her are very similar personality-wise. Like a lot of people won't do stuff. We'd rather try it. Like for example, we went to um, uh, what's it called in Wales. Pleasure, um, is it pleasure? Um, Shell Island. Mm-hmm. We went. Well, I went my subboard. She went to go wild swimming. And where we parked, there was a bit you could go down to the beach. And the people were saying, "Don't go swimming there. Don't go subboard. It's rocky." But we were like, "Oh, but we want to go swimming." So we just went in. <laughs> and they were absolutely right. It was rocky AF. There was rocks everywhere. We got out after about five minutes. She and we, when we walked off from the beach, people were watching us, right? Because we tried it. 
And then you went, look at your legs. I'd cut my legs and my legs were bleeding. Her foot was bleeding. We both were all bleeding from this escape in the sea. And they're like, we bloody told you not to go in. It was rocky. But we both said, like, I'd ra- <laughs> we both would rather cut ourselves on the rock and go, oh, actually, we're not doing that again. Then then not do it. Yeah. So I know my personality. I'd probably be intrigued yeah. if I was heterosexual. I have a much more mundane version of that story. <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, yesterday, I needed to get cash out for a haircut. Yeah. So I went to the co-op down the road. There was an old man stood next to the cash machine and he said, that cash machine's not working. I was like, oh, well, I'll just try it anyway. And I tried it and it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both the same. Two peas in the pod. <laughs> so I had to go in and like buy a chocolate bar and then ask for cash back. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> If peg, this is where I probably we'll probably get in trouble. Obviously, from a point of view of two women, I don't know if it's class as pegging. Then that's where I don't know. The, uh, no, that's just what is it? That's just lesbian intercourse, isn't it? I guess. I, love I, this don't, I, mean, I don't even know what to say you're the, about. You're it. the gay man. I, I yeah, but they, but then but in a weird way, pegging is more. I don't. I don't want to get done for saying. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. What I'm saying wrong, is pegging but, is more of a heterosexual. Yeah. Neither of us are lesbians, so we can't yeah, yeah, we it. can't speak on on their behalf. But you know, so yeah, so it, it yeah, but it's, it's more yeah. It but it's a weird yeah. It's just a suffice to say, Heather doesn't have <laughs> a strap on <laughs> under yeah. the bed, so uh, well, it won't be you... happening in this household anytime soon. But are you would but are you intrigued as a a human being? I suppose I'm intrigued, be- but do mean you have I'm to do not, it? But- I'm not. I'm not. I. I. Yeah. I'm, I. I would be intrigued. Like people, you know, people do it. Heterosexual men do it. So you know that that there must be people out there, um, heterosexual men who enjoy receiving that, and heterosexual women who and you know, get pleasure from seeing their partner because a, a heterosexual woman can't be getting anything physically from that because it's yeah yeah it's nothing for her but she that must be like one of those things where it's like pleasure from seeing you your partner get pleasure. pleasure um so and you know because it exists but then pe- pegging seems quite tame in the grand scheme of everything that exists yeah yeah like for instance um a few years ago we did uh born survivor um, the 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 sort of military assault course style thing, and we decided to call our team Born Hub. Obviously, I'm exp- it sounds like I'm explaining this to you. You know yeah, you yeah. were there, but I'm explaining <laughs> it for the listeners. We decided to call our team Born Hub, and then each of us had um, a name which was uh, in association with, you know, which Some we were yeah. So mine, I was Hardcore Sean, which was a play on Hardcore Porn. You were banjo string. That was it. I can't remember what I was. Which is uh, obviously a play on banjo string. Uh, and our friend Eddie didn't know what to call himself. So we did some Googling, had a look on Urban Dictionary, and found out that there was such a thing as a frozen Eddie. And when, yeah, and, and I, know, when yeah. I say that, pegging, in terms of niche sexual. <laughs> I love the way you're making it so like. <laughs> You're making it so... Yeah, I get what you Like, tra- pegging is yeah. very, tame. very normal, very tame in terms of that because, and this is not for young ears, this is I not, for, this is anyway. not for tender ears, this isn't for anyone really, but a frozen Eddie, we found out after doing a little bit of research, was where one person 
lies down, another person squats over them, curls out um, a piece of fecal matter, um, try to keep it all in one piece, so it's long, one long piece of fecal matter, I'm trying to do this as, as professionally as possible, um, and then what happens is that, that piece then gets taken from the stomach, uh, placed in the refrigerator, not the refrigerator, the freezer, freezer for 24 hours or whatever, until it is frozen solid. Then the person who, the person whose fecal matter it is not, receives it anally, it gets pushed up the bottom, and then they shit it back out onto the other person. What the, like... That's a frozen eddy. So it just makes me laugh, right? If you had this conversation with, like, some of our friend, other friends, can you imagine having this with Jenna? Or... She's... Like... like I think she'd implode. I think... I think you, 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 when you've got me, I think... <laughs> I think our circle of friends, probably Matt, I think you would... I would have, I would have just loved if... If we if we got Gemma, just, so just for people that don't know, Gemma is one of our one of our closest friends, and beautiful she friends. is a wonderful, beautiful human, very innocent, mm. really just lovely is probably the most perfect way to describe mm. it. She's just so nice, so lovely, not in any way, shape, or form is she mischievous or like um, sexually minded. Like she wouldn't, she wouldn't have like a dirty mind. Yeah, and she, wouldn't she, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't think something. If, if someone said something vaguely sexual, she wouldn't be like, what? she, that would go completely over her head. She's very sweet and innocent and nice. If I had had her as a guest on this podcast and pegging come up and she turned around and said, Oh yeah, me and Matt do that all the time. I would have loved that. I would have loved it. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is, we said before about having conversations, the conversations that we don't normally have, in work, in, in and, and we said before about how having vulnerable conversations brings us together, but actually having authentic conversations brings us together in the sense of we all like sex, or the vast majority. I know some people, um, there is people that don't, but the vast majority, let's say, asexual people, asexual, yeah, let's say 95% freeze. So we all like sex, we all like, we all um, want sex, we all kind of pursue it on some level, whether it's within our partners or externally, whatever, um, or solo wise, um, but we don't talk about it. Do you know what I mean? And it's when hmm. when we've had conversations about and again, but they're the type of authentic conversations that bring people together. Like some of the conversations we've had in our circle of friends on boys' nights out, when we've gone like like we've opened up about something, like, oh I do that, or I do that. And I don't bring the conversation we've had today. But we laugh a lot and when we're like, but, but why is it embarrassing? We all like it, we all do it, mm. we've all do you know what I mean? And and like sharing stories about when you were young, you know, like it, it brings us together. So actually even though this is a bit cringe to talk about, it really, it, let's be honest, um, I'd rather have crafts again. Um, but, <laughs> but this is what it's all about, that these type of conversations, because pegging exists and people do get pegged. People like being pegged and there's nothing wrong with being pegged if you like being pegged. And that's the thing, because that person who likes being pegged shouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah. In the day, if they've got a G-spot there, fair play for having the... The word pegging isn't great, is it? Could be a different word. I, I would have called it something different. Pegging, yeah. Is it because it looks like a peg? It doesn't even look at it like a peg, does it? No, it's just a strap on. Ah, basically. So yeah. I don't know. So um but interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. Thank Do you I think this might get people Todd. signed up to Patreon because people probably want to hear us talking about like, pegging. If you want to hear me in bed talk about pegging, then sign up to Patreon. <laughs> Well, if, if, what the truth is, if you are listening to this, they paid for it. 
That's the thing. <laughs> you have paid for this conversation. Apologies. <laughs> we didn't pick this. Blame Todd Bennett. Yeah, blame Todd Bennett. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the tagline of this episode. Blame Todd Bennett. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to the final topic? Actually, I'm trying to think before we do. <laughs> of all the things, like sexually wise, I wouldn't have wanted to talk about. I would have been. I think it would have been the one, the harder ones. Because might well wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's move on. <laughs> thank you very much, Ben. I'm looking forward for to how many along. people. Uh, no, thank you. I have never debated pegging out loud. I've, uh, was it a debate? Do you think it was a debate? Or it wasn't just a conversation? Really. Yeah, a conversation. <laughs> but it, it, what I loved about it is, oh, I'm getting kisses off puddles. He's waking up now. Um, sorry, uh, I get distracted by dogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's what perfect though. For the perfect first page one, we couldn't, you couldn't have written it or wrote it any better. For yeah. the topics we had. And like I was saying, when we first started this podcast, we broke down the idea of talking about things we don't really like to talk about. Mm. And we got a big topic. There we go. Big topic. A Thank you, Todd Bennett. Probably wouldn't want to talk about in public, but there we go. I was doing it on a podcast in front of more people. Yeah, uh, you know, an, an, uh, an infinite amount of people could talk to this. Well, not literally, because there aren't an infinite amount of people in the world, but any, any, like any one of 8 billion people could listen to this. I think some people don't know what pegging is. So I think we could have informed a few people. Yeah, so this podcast isn't just entertaining, it's educational. Uh, thank you for listening. The sales of pegs go up <laughs> 20% on Amazon. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Thank uh, you much. Thank again, you, you can uh, click the Linktree link in the description of the podcast if you wanted to follow me on any of my socials. Uh, I have personal socials, uh, Instagram and TikTok are on there, and also the socials that I run uh, for the podcast. I think there's just an Instagram one at the minute. And if you've got any comments, questions, topics, suggestions, or if you just want to join in any of the conversations that we've had today or on any of the other podcasts, then you can email me, don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. And if you want to follow Ben on any of his socials, he has multiple. I have 42,000. Uh, <laughs> oh, easy. On, on, on Insta, it's just Benjamin Stubbs, or one word. I was very blessed that I got in first for that one. Music is Ben Apple Music. Um, my work one mindset is Benjamin Stubbs underscore mindset coach. Actually, just just go to benjaminstubbs.com. They're all linked on there. There you go. I'll and and even my camper van's got one. Daisy's got one. I can put, oh yeah, Daisy the camper van. Camper van. Camper van, because I spelled it wrong. And then when I went to change it, someone had pinched it. Someone had pinched it. Same day. But I'll tag all of these in the description. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening to my first duologue podcast with Ben. I'll be back again next month with another guest. Uh, I don't know who You're that's going to be me. yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right, I can't I just do you every month. Yeah. Uh, I'll be with someone else next month. don't know who that's going to be yet, but uh, keep your ears to the ground and I'll let you know who that is uh, when I could be talking to someone about literally anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye.